Attention, this is your captain speaking. Please secure all loose objects and strap in for void entry. Welcome to Whispers from the Void, a community-produced podcast about topics related to the classic Star Frontiers role-playing game. This episode is the first half of a two-part series where I talk with Art Eaton about his history with Star Frontiers, the StarFrontiers.org website, and the Nighthawks Vector and Star Frontiers RPG computer game he's developing. Hey, Art. Hi, Tom. Can you hear me? Ah, uh, yeah, just fine. You sound really good. Oh, good thing. I thought for the first few of these I did, I'd just get on the phone with some of the various people that are active online and talk to them and see what they're doing, how they got started, and talk about what they're working on. So I thought we could start by just saying, maybe you tell them a little bit about yourself how you got started playing Star Frontiers and what you've been doing all these years since you got started. Let's see. Hmm. I guess SF was uh, probably the first commercial game that I'd ever bought myself uh, that may or may not have something to do with it. Uh, (laughs) Probably because it was the first one that I specifically chose. I've been in uh, miniatures gaming, uh, not due to any family involvement in it, uh, more like uh, due to the fact that when I was very young, most of my best friends were much older than me, and I hung out with them and whatnot, and uh, similar interests, uh, uh, you know, wide range of things, but it basically came down to they got me into, you know, Oh, let's see, first naval miniatures, then uh, Napoleonics, and then uh, Ancients miniatures, and on and on and on. Eventually got into role-playing games. And uh, at some point, probably the, probably 1983, uh, I actually had money, and I was in uh, Gator Books, uh, in uh, Marathon, uh, Marathon Key down in, uh, ex- let's just call it extreme South Florida, actually not part of the mainland. Right. And I bought it. I don't remember if it was $12.50 or whatever it was, but it was quite a chunk of change for me. But uh, I took it home and started playing it with a friend of mine named Miles Monroe and some others. And, you know, there it rode for a little while, and I... Uh, at a certain point, uh, as it would be, yeah, probably four years later, uh, I was uh, 17, and I joined the Navy, went overseas, and uh, I, you know, I did a lot of gaming with guys who were in the Navy and whatnot. We had plenty of time sitting in Bahrain. So we played a lot of Star Frontiers as well as Champions and everything else out there, but uh, mostly it was Star Frontiers. We, uh, I, I couldn't tell you how many thousands of hours we spent playing because there was absolutely nothing to do when we were not going around that island on a little two hundred, uh, on a little, uh, uh, little uh, riverine, around and around and around, or standing watch out on the end of Minasulman Pier. So we spent a lot of time doing this. Have you been playing, doing stuff with Star Frontiers ever since, or do you have a break in there where you weren't doing stuff for a while? There was a little bit of a break. Let's see. About 1988, I came back from overseas, and I was stationed in Jacksonville, Florida. 
sanctuary station in Mayport, which is a naval base there. Right. And uh, I was going out to sea and then back in and out to sea and back in. Some, you know, a couple of those shots were, uh, you know, the, the penultimate one was nine months gone. But a lot of those were, you know, two months, uh, uh, several weeks or whatnot. I've, in between those, and I believe I had a Tandy 99, no, it was a Tandy 1000 or Tandy 2000 computer. I don't remember if it was a, uh, 8088 or, you yeah. know, uh, something pre 286. But, uh, you know, I had a phone line, I had a uh, beach apartment and all this other good stuff, so I left it on and I was rarely there, but, you know, the modem picked up and I was running a BBS, uh, part of FidoNet, and uh, we were called okay. Gold Coast Net, and, and a lot of that was related to Star Frontiers as well. But you know, we played some on the ships and whatnot. But I was uh, deploying so much, I uh, didn't get a whole lot of time to play in, uh, until uh, probably after Desert Shield, Desert Storm, when I came back from a nine-month joint, and I guess that would be late 1991 or right. so, and. Uh, so he moved to Galveston. Uh, went to Texas A&M at Galveston, uh, a uh, Merchant Marine Academy. Basically, that's you know part of Texas A&M, but uh, it's their little, uh, uh, you know, their Marine Center. And uh, I didn't play much there. I went to some conventions during that time period, uh, in the early '90s, uh, and I was definitely trying to link back up with people who were on Fidonet and whatnot, but I met up with a guy, uh, let's just call him Indy. Uh, I haven't talked to him recently, and don't want to bandy names about, but right. uh, uh, Indy was an early member of the listserv. So when I was in port uh, on a minesweeper, and I knew Indy, I would go over to his place down there in Corpus Christi, Texas, after uh, after my uh, one year in Galveston and finishing up school there, I got activated in the Navy again, went down to Corpus Christi uh, to well, minesweepers you know, that are out of there. And I'd hang out over at his house, and uh, he was linked up with it. So I would read everything that came across with that. Uh, so I was very familiar with it. Never really, you know, I didn't actually get on the list, sir. And... Uh, you know, time went on with that. A lot of time changed after that. Wound up back in Florida, and uh, as far as me and uh, you know, the uh, I guess the larger communities, Star Frontiers. Uh, I think it was uh, maybe 2001, 2002. Uh, yeah, no. Let me, let me rephrase that. It's probably 99. That uh, Roy Chrisman, who is uh, running the, uh, I'm, I'm guessing the date here, but uh, he was running the listserv, and I was on it by then. But uh, he started a website, and uh, you know, it started StarFrontiers.org. He soon turned it over to Rob, uh, who in turn eventually turned it over to me. Uh, but uh, I guess the the site has been up continuously since, uh, uh, I would say 1998. Wow. Uh, it, it had been up 
and little bitty bits and chunks since nice six. But I think that uh, you know more or less the site itself, the domain name, and everything else has been continuous uh, since uh, since uh, '98, I would believe, uh, for a very very long time. The uh, site had uh, remember 9/11 stuff on it. <laughs> <laughs> it probably had uh, remember 9/11 stuff on it from uh, from late 2001 until. Uh, uh, until 2006, or yeah, I think it might have even had someone still at 2007 when I uh, first found it. Early 2007. Uh, on the site, it took me a while. Uh, the site was written as uh, ASP, and right. uh, it was enough trouble just getting a copy of Windows Server 2003 and learning something about IIS versus a you know a simple Apache server to get it up. But, you know, that's an important thing about the site. Uh, I seem to remember you helped me do some conversion for an update uh, on the uh, on database the itself. Yeah. Yes, on the database. Uh, but, you know, the, the, to me, the important thing with it is that um, really, in one form or another, archived or otherwise, uh, we've got material since 1993 that's available in one place or another on the website. And the uh, forum itself uh, is you know, well, it's it's got a lot of stuff there, and I really don't want that lost. And uh, you know, I'm the third administrator of it, and uh, you know, it's we're trying to carefully hand it along. Uh, an important thing at one point will be to try to sort of catalog some of the stuff and condense some of the stuff that's been posted on here because there's some really great stuff, and uh, uh, it can be mined for a lot of things, but. Somebody's got to keep it together until all that sort of work gets done. Yeah, it's probably a bit bit of a work too to do. To go back oh, yeah. through all those. Oh yeah, well you get. Oh, it's. Uh, <laughs> um, some of them, uh, you know, some of the more interesting posts, you know, are, are the equivalent of uh, ten written pages. Yeah, and they're concise. They're written by some. some I mean. There have been some very intelligent, very uh, well, very loquacious, very well written, and very widely read people uh, that have been part of the site, and they're uh, it's good stuff, no doubt. Yeah, related to that, uh, I've started uh, archiving some of the older websites from Star Frontiers, um, especially the ones that were on GeoCities or AOL. Um, they've, in the last year or so, shut down their uh, free web hosting services. And some of these are old sites that people put up years ago and have just been up and, and nothing's ever been done with them. Like uh, there was one called Ephemeris and the Polyarn Cluster. Polarian Cluster. All, yeah, Cluster. Those were all on, on those things, and they're gone now. You can't get to them. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm very much worried about Lynn Salton's. Uh, uh, Which one's his? Early, yeah, uh, Star Frontiers Now and Forever. That one's uh, still alive. Yeah, he's still alive, but he hasn't done a lot of work with it. I'm just worried that something's going to happen there. Yeah. It's an important site. Uh, Hole in the Wall, which was Roy Christman's original yeah. site, uh, we've still got pretty much uh, most of the stuff 
from that uh, on the StarFrontiers.org site. Oh, that's good because that one is gone. Yeah, that one is gone. You can't even find it in the archive. Right. Uh, you haven't found anything in the archive? Well, I'm talking about the Internet Archive. There's a, there's a website out there called the Internet Archive that they regularly uh, troll the Internet and make copies and backups of just the entire Internet, uh, of the World Wide Web. And so I've gone in and I've extracted ephemera, the ephemeris site and the, the, I can never say the name right, Polyarn? Polarian. Polarian cluster site. The Polarian cluster, yeah. I've extracted that one as well. Well, and finding hole in the wall, and especially uh, the Mark Hughes hole in the wall stuff might be good. Is, yeah. I, I don't remember what happened. Now, Mark Hughes, kamikaze, uh, bless his heart. Uh, <laughs> he, he's full of some attitude, but uh, nonetheless, every once in a while, and in amongst the piss and vinegar, he uh, <laughs> has something interesting to say, and it would be a sh- And he's kind of buried his Star Frontier stuff himself. Doesn't seem to me the type to lose data, but uh, yeah, uh, that, that would be another one that I would worry about. But I mean, there's plenty. There's there's a lot, and there's a lot of artwork and stuff. And yeah. unfortunately, a lot of it's also kind of disjointed. And it seems like uh, if we could ever have some really good quality collaboration, you know, with uh, that, that, that would be just. I mean, not 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 meaning a lot of the stuff that has been done, you know, but. Uh, uh, more collaboration, you know, more talking would be a very good thing. We can make some really neat stuff, I think. Yeah, I agree. It's just condensing. You know? yeah. <laughs> yep. It's a lot of history back there. It's game's been around and people have been doing stuff on it for many years now. Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of us are getting old and doing a lot. And, you know, frankly, yeah. All that old Fidonet stuff from the 1980s, uh, and I'm sure somewhere there's a uh, CD-ROM that has copies of the original three and a halfs that had been burned off of five and a quarter inch disk drives, uh, just floating around somewhere. But you know, reading that stuff from the 80s, you know, I'm talking about the last edition of uh, uh, Dragon, where. You know, this new Star Frontiers article came out and all the good stuff. Now, that's some serious nostalgia. Yep. Let's forget that I hit the big 4-0. <laughs> that's it for the first part of this discussion. In the next episode, we'll talk about the Star Frontiers video game Art is working on. In discussions with various members of the Star Frontiers community, we decided it might be fun to add a little choose-your-own-adventure module to the end of the podcasts. The format for this will be as follows. I'll describe a situation or scene that is happening and present some choices for actions you can take. There will be a link in the show notes on the podcast website to the form for the Choose Your Own Adventure segment. In the form, we'll post the text of the scene description and the choices and set up a poll where the community can vote for the action of the character in the story. A few days before the next podcast is published, we'll close the voting and the results of the choice will be played out in the next episode. We'll see how this goes, and if popular, we'll keep it in. So let's get started. In this adventure, you will be playing the character of Alex Tornholt, a young computer tech for the Cassidyne Development Corporation, working in a research center in New Hope on Triad. So let the adventure begin. As the monorail stops at your station and you get up to exit the car, your chronicom lights up with a call from your baby sister who lives two floors up from you at your apartment complex. Alex, where are you? she asks worriedly. Get here fast. I think someone's trying to break into my apartment. 
You hear a loud crash in the background, and the connection goes dead. Your sister's always been a bit of a joker, but she sounded concerned. While listening to your sister, you exited the monorail car and are now standing on the train platform. It's a five-minute walk to your apartment building. Do you, A, stroll home as usual, knowing that this is just another one of your sister's pranks? B, try to call your sister back? C, tear out of the monorail terminal, racing home as fast as possible? Or D, hail a cab to take you to your apartment? Go to the podcast show notes at podcast.blogs.starfrontiers.info and vote for the action you want Alex to take. Void jump complete. This podcast is produced by the Star Frontiers Network. Check us out on the web at starfrontiers.info.